1: Hi and welcome. I'm Caroline Stephen, Financial Journalist. Our guest on Talking Trading this week is trader, trading psychologist and trading coach, Mandy paul Rafsanjani. Mandy's been an active trader for over 15 years and she specializes in DAX and Forex trading. She's also a highly trained coach and psychologist. I began interviewing Mandy thinking it would be another classic interview with a trading coach discussing the topics of position sizing and money management and the normal emotional topics of discipline and patience, etc. But it really didn't turn out that way. Mandy ended up discussing such deep insights into trading self-esteem, childhood self-esteem, behavioral patterns, trading errors, and self-sabotage that this interview is really understanding your psychology at the deepest level. As Mandy said, the markets make the great trader grow up, and that trading is the journey to self mastery and self awareness. I found Mandy's insights fascinating. But first, in today's show, let's hear from Louise Bedford in Mind Power on the power and principle of serendipity.
0: I want to talk about the concept of serendipity. It's where you've been working really hard in one area and it doesn't seem to reward you. But hey, just slightly to your left, look at that. Something that you weren't working hard at all of a sudden started to pay dividends. Serendipity is a very real principle. And when I look at where I've been at over the past few months, I've worked and worked and worked on some specific projects that did not bear fruit at all. They were stymied, they were sabotaged by others, they were contracted up with lawyers that perhaps in no way reflected my interests, so I had to back away from those projects. So all of that work, it did seem to drain me. It felt like I was putting in effort without any reward, and my energy was leaking out, and it's never a good feeling, but hey, look over there, something I never worked at at all, something that was new and fresh and shiny and well-organized popped up, and I find that is why the harder I work, the luckier I get, and you've heard that statement before, but I'm sure is to do with the concept of serendipity. So don't shy away from working hard in a particular area and just know that if you haven't had that area bear fruit yet, it could come from a completely separate source. It might be that all of your hard work and all of your efforts are not rewarded directly. Something out the side, some sort of side hustle, some sort of area that's related but not directly related, could pop up and be your saviour. So work hard, learn about the markets, honour the principle of serendipity, and you will find that you will live the trader's life. Isn't it time you grew up and took responsibility for your own trading? You know it's time. Time to get involved with our very next six-month repeat for free trading game mentor program where you'll learn how to trade every instrument over every time frame I'm Louise Bedford best selling author of books on the share market we've been running our trading mentor program for nearly two decades register for priority notification for our very next course go to tradinggame.com.au slash priority and register right now so you can be a part of it all that page again tradinggame.com.au forward slash priority.
1: Hi, I'm Tom Basso, and I enjoy listening to Talking Trading. Mandy from Trading Psychology, hello and welcome to Talking Trading.
2: (laughs) Hello, thank you for inviting me on your show, Caroline. I'm really, really excited um, chatting with you now about trading.
1: Lovely to have you here. Mandy, why are people so drawn to trading the markets? (laughs)
2: This is so interesting, isn't it? I have been thinking about that a lot as well and um, have been asking many, many traders, every trader that I, I meet, and, you know, it's interesting because they don't really know why they are so drawn. It's a feeling that they have. And, you know, so many traders, they say, all I want to be is, is a day trader or I want to be an investor. And they assign the market, like, you know, um, another caretaker role. And you know, like as if the market could solve all their problems. And um, if we dig a little bit deeper, then... So you know, trading seems to be the first time in, in an environment where they can freely express themselves and be rewarded for it or not. You know, As we know, trading is very, very difficult. But this is how they start out, off with. So when they say, all I want to be is a day trader, all I want to be is a successful investor, what they really say when you dig deep underneath what's driving that is, I want to feel accepted and loved. And free, or some variation of that. They want to feel loved and accepted and free. And if you look at our society, right, how society is filled with work, with employment, um, bosses, colleagues, there is not really many areas where they do feel free and accepted and loved. There is um, always the feeling of being at the mercy of someone or something, um, that they have to be a certain way in order to be loved. And um, of course, we know that all stems back from um, childhood. Something that no one wants to talk about, but this is the reality. And this is what we talk, what we call fractals. So fractals is where a behavioral pattern that has been learned in childhood is now being repeated and and uh, recreated. In, in as an adult in several areas of life, pretty much in all areas of life, because we say how you do one thing, you do everything, which means that a certain behavioral pattern can only be um, um, played out in that one way. So if I want to lose weight or if I want to get fit or if I want to succeed in the markets, we will have the same approach to it. It's rarely that one person is extremely um, successful in in one area, but doesn't make it in another area.
1: So, let's talk about the biggest question that every trader worries about. How much
2: time does it take to
1: master the art of trading?
2: (laughs) I love this question. And, um, Again, you know, so many traders they waste so much time because what they do is they focus what we call on the safe problems and not on the risky problems. So they read books and books and books on how to become um, how to become disciplined and how to become patient and how to do what they know they must. Right? They have all the knowledge in the world, the PhD, in all the wisdom, but they don't know how to apply. And so I um, always have to laugh because as long as they focus on learning how to, they will never learn to do the thing. So it's like learning how to go swimming, but they never go into the pool and actually swim. That's why they take so, so long to succeed, if they ever succeed. What the solution to that is, to read one piece And then apply it straight away rather than getting addicted to reading more and more books. So um, there's this saying that that I really love, and I I don't know where the um, source is from. I have to apologize, but it's really good. It says, trading you may or may not master. But if you hang on for sufficient time, then you can master yourself. (laughs) Trading is really the journey towards our self-awareness around mastering ourselves, isn't it? Yes. And then everything will fall into place in life.
1: Yes. Yes, with some cash at the end or along the way. (laughs) What are the five most common trading mistakes that you see traders make?
2: Yes, so um, five is really the tip of the iceberg. And why we say five is because every other mistake or well, you know it could even be less because every other mistake will be just a variation of the same mistake that the trader over and over repeats. What I ask my traders to do usually is I ask them to um, do a list of the mistakes that they make, and I call them the critical moments. And I started out observing myself and also observing the um, you know learning from the traders that I'm working with and I coach them. And um, it turns out that we all have about 10 mistakes that we make, Mm -hmm. but two that we repeat over and over and over again. And this is really exciting because what I found, Caroline, is that a lot of traders feel helpless. Again, it comes back to um, self-awareness and understanding yourself and why we get drawn to the markets in the end. Because what it is, it's really a journey to grow up and become an adult, isn't it? Um, Because if you want to succeed in trading, we have to start learning how to take responsibility, which most of the time we didn't learn growing up as children. So um, a lot of traders, they don't want to look in the mirror. So that's mistake number one, right? They, uh, When I ask, you know, why is it that you don't want to keep your performance statistics? Why do you feel so protective and don't want to show me how your trading statistics are? Because traders, they are enormously vulnerable around that and They they don't want to show me how they trade. And then I say, if you don't show me, then I can't help you, right? Because this is what shows us what your weakest link is and what your greatest strengths are. And it comes down to feeling ashamed, feeling guilty, and um, feeling, you know, they judge themselves so harsh that they think I would judge them as well. And I always say, you know what, don't you worry, because every mistake that you have done, I have done even more because I've been trading such... For such a, a long time now, I've done all the mistakes under the sun. And so to to teach them that it's okay, you know, it's normal to make those mistakes. and It's normal to feel ashamed, but to still do what needs to be done, right? Like going to the doctor and we have to undress in front of the doctor. It's not pleasant, but it helps. So um, looking at really instead of just self-loathing and saying, um, you know, I'm not good enough. What's wrong with me to sit down and say, keep a logbook over one month what are the common mis- um, trading mistakes that you make you will see it's usually just two that you repeat over and over again and then suddenly this feeling of helplessness that all- so many traders experience will go away because they're like oh my god it's only those two things i'm 80 percent there isn't it
1: amazing that it's only two things generally
2: most of the time, yeah. It's kind of like a car, you know, that ran out of fuel and you take it to the to the mechanic and they check everything, but all you need to do is you need to add fuel, you know? <laughs> That would be one. So the second one would be they don't know how to get back on the horse after losing streak. Um, and they become, again, very self-destructive and um, they tell everyone how they are not good enough, how, you know, how they um, are bad people, but they don't talk about the facts and figures of trading. So how do you come back from a losing streak? There's two ways, right? So um, actually three ways. The first way is realizing that in the context of other things in life that we are faced with a losing streak is really nothing and to stop being a drama queen or king about it. So, you know, I have traders that, they, you know, they battle cancer, um, they lost loved ones. You know, one of my, my clients just lost his daughter. And, um, you know, you just, you see the earthquakes, the fires in California, put it into context, A losing trade is a losing trade. It's not life threatening. And yet so many traders behave like that. Um, Then the second step is to – so number one, put into context, right, into perspective, that it's in the context of the big things in life, it's really – it's a small thing. Number two, you can deal with it in two ways, right? You can deal with it like um, the hangover strategy or the athlete recovery method. And I actually learned that from this um, guy – Matthew Hussey, who is the relationship guru uh, who's just running a TV show here he's fabulous and he says how do you heal from a from a breakup and so one way is the hangover um, strategy where what do you do when you have a hangover you eat a lot of greasy food you sleep in you sit around in front of the TV um, you know you make a lot of good things a lot of things that make you feel good in the moment in the short run. But they really don't get you um, up and and move you towards where you want to be, right? They keep you stuck, and it's a spiral that keeps going downwards. And this is what I see most traders do. They self-medicate with food, with alcohol, with social media, and it makes it worse and worse. Um, Then there's the athlete recovery method where, okay, so one part might be injured right now. Um, You know, your leg might be injured. Um, So what can you do with the other parts of your body whilst your leg is healing. Um, So your your trading bank is not looking so good right now because you had a big loss. How can you feel better? Go out, do sports, go to the gym, connect with your loved ones, um, eat healthy, do something that makes you a bigger and better person. And I saw this quote today as well, which I love, and I know you will love as well. Um, You can get bitter or you can get better. So... That's the second one. The third one is when I see how traders um, um, set their goals. And this is something that I ask them all the time when we start off with, what is it that you want to achieve? And when I, when I listen to them, I filter for, is this a cry for help? Or is this a journey for help for helping them to express themselves fully as a person, to grow into a bigger, better person? What I mean with that is, Karen, that most traders that get into trading because they want to escape a life that they hate, a life where they don't feel appreciated, respected, loved, um, where they don't feel they have achieved their potential. And then they get into trading, they think, here is the environment where I can do this. If you get into trading trying to fix the past, you are most probably doomed because every time you fail, you will be faced with a fear Um, of needing to go back into or staying stuck in the environment that you don't want to be with and I I heard this um, expression on TV recently, FOMO, the fear of mucking up and I love that because this is so applicable in trading we all have the fear of, of making a mistake because what does it mean that we stay stuck that we will never succeed this is when our goals are a cry for help when we, when we design our goals as a way of fully expressing ourselves, whom can we grow into, how can trading make us bigger and better, what can we learn, and leaning in and looking for adventure and, and challenges so that we can grow rather than trying to escape challenges and trying to play life safe, then you will succeed in your trading journey much faster. So that is, you know, the... the um, mistake number one so to say it in another way is the goal planted in your past hurt or is it planted so that you can fall in love with your future Mm -hmm. and with your future self and who you are becoming then the fourth one is understanding resilience you know everybody talks about um, resilience you have to be strong strong mindset what does it mean though resilience and um, often we are so far removed from what resilience means. And we get those beautiful, inspiring messages from SAS soldiers and, you know, athletes. But you know what? I'm a little person in my room. I don't have the muscles of an athlete. This is too far, too big a gap for me. So I need to look at where am I right now and what is resilience and strength for me, what is the one next step rather than putting it out so far from me. And if you look at what causes the fear of making mistakes, it really starts in early childhood. So I was working with a trader who got time out as a child. And uh, time out looked as um, when his parents perceived him as being naughty, he was being looked, locked into, into the chamber to a little room, um, where they kept, you know, um, like the brooms and everything, the, the rumpus room. And so it was forced isolation. And, you know, Karen, this is what they do in prison cells, mm-hmm. the isolation cell, right? And parents, look, my parents, they didn't have the internet. and They didn't know all the stuff that the parents know nowadays. So they did a lot of mistakes with me as well. And I still turned out all right. But it's up to us now learning and understanding how we can grow out of this. Now, if we look at the damage that is done to that child in that moment, and again, it's not blame, right? I'm not a parent, and I can't imagine how hard it is when you have a screaming um, (laughs) six-year-old. So um, not judgmental at all. I'm just looking at it from a scientific point of view. Um, So what message does it send to the child that they're being pushed away, that they're being ostracized and cut off from the source of love? And as children, our parents are the source of survival, And what does it do to their self-esteem? And it causes them emotional stress. And they don't know how to learn to articulate what their needs are because what I have learned from parents um, and from um, people who are um, coaches and psychologists um, specialized in this area, um, it is that the children, they react and act in a certain way, not because they want to be naughty and annoy us, uh, it's because the needs are not being met, and they don't know how to articulate that. So, rather than teaching the children how to communicate what they need, they are being um, they are being punished for it, and then so they're shut down. Of course. Now, then, this kind of person with a um, broken surface or with a self-esteem that has never been able to develop, they get into trading, and trading becomes so enormously personal because. You know, again, the child has been taught that they don't matter, that they need to be a certain way in order to be worthy of love and attention, acknowledgement. And so, when they have a losing trade, they will see, they will look at that as a way of not being worthy of love and attention, that they need to go back into being locked into the room or whatever the equivalent was in in the childhood of the trader. Because we all experienced that, right? So um, it's just about. Analyzing what was the situation, and then grow out of it and grow up, because we stay like little kids in that um, in that um, context that we experience, right? So, if we haven't been allowed to express our emotions of anger and fear and so on, we will be stay we will stay shut down at the age of where we were being shut down as a child. So if as a seven-year-old, you wanted to express your anger and then you were locked up in a room, you as an adult, no matter how old you are, you will still be a seven-year-old. And then you go into trading, you have a losing trade or a string of losses. And then what do you do? You behave like a seven-year-old. Just look on Twitter. All those people who have angry outbursts, right? So, <laughs> yes. So how do people grow um, through that, move through that? That is a fantastic question, and um, this is what most of my work is, and also I know Louise um, does most of her work in that as well, helping the great trader to grow up. Now, um, they need to – let's um, look at one other element. If you look at money, right – Trading is all about money. And anyone who tells me you need to focus on your process, yes, you do. But in the end, we are in it for the money because money represents freedom, happiness, power, survival in some cases, right? And um, it's stressful for people because they're lacking financial literacy and numeracy. And there's so much shame and guilt associated with money, Um, you know, because one person drives a better car than the other. Um, those people experience a level of shame and guilt. So in order to move through that, what we have to do is we have to, number one, acknowledge where it is that we weren't allowed to fully express ourselves and to express our emotional needs, um, our boundaries. Um, so it's needs, boundaries, and and um, emotions. When I have traders... They usually have two ways. They either use me as an emotional rubbish bin, so they go all all emotion, or they're completely cut off from their emotion, so they only go facts and figures. It needs to be something in the middle. So here's what you do, right? So step one, um, so if, if I work with a trader, I say, all right, explain to me what happened in your trading and the emotional ones to say, I'm such a loser. I stuffed up again, I sabotage all the time. It's like, it's not helping, you know? <laughs> um, what is the process that happens? So, okay, I got into a trade. Um, I was in, in, I was on site, so I wasn't a profit. The trade turned around, I got off site, and then um, I didn't take my loss. And I, I got out a really bad loss. I got, um, blew up my bank, a trading bank. All right, okay, so that's the facts and figures what happened. The next step is let's look at your behavioral patterns. What happened? What was your self-talk? How did you feel? At what stage was the moment when you switched from feeling empowered and good about your trade to feeling disempowered that you felt you couldn't act anymore, that you couldn't do what needed to be done? Because that is the behavioral pattern of a little child children they hide right when they're afraid when they don't know what to do and that goes back to being the child that has been locked into the room they have not been taught how to deal with conflict with their emotions and how to express themselves so they have been taught to hide and then they are here they're supposed to take a losing trade but they don't know how to do it how to deal with their emotional stress
1: And guys, that's all for today's show. I hope you enjoyed part one of Mandy paul Rasanjani's Insights into Trading Psychology. Next week, we'll share part two of Mandy's interview. I hope you have a good week in the markets. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to talkingtrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on talking trading are generally nature and do not take into account your objectives’ financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.